Hello, and welcome to MiceCast for the hosts Greg, Mike, and Richard. Hello. We're, We're back. Yeah, you're good. Um, I Thanks. would usually announce what the topic is, but since it's Richard's idea and I don't oh, yeah. really know exactly what he means by well, it, what do you go mean, for you know, it. Yeah, and go ahead and announce the topic, Richard. Give well, us the ground rules of how it works. And the, the ground rules of how it works. Well, since we have Turkey Day coming up this week, we thought, or I should say I thought. Well, we, for those international <laughs> listeners, that would be Thanksgiving Day. Thanksgiving. American but Thanksgiving. American, American yeah, Thanksgiving. Not Canadian, which was okay. last month. But in <laughs> which, of course, traditional American fare on Thanksgiving is turkey. And we're going to talk about the biggest turkeys that we would consider, of course, this is our show, so it, our opinion is the only one that counts, really. But the biggest turkeys we consider of what didn't work at any of the parks. So Disney's turkeys. Yes, Disney's turkeys. Disney's attraction turkeys. Yeah. So we're okay. not attraction or just Disney blunders. Disney blunders in general, because attractions. Because uh, I can think of a couple shows that were. Just All right, shows park fallen. bound stuff, not necessarily film. No, no, not film. Because, well, let's, let's okay. limit this because, to okay. resorts. How about resorts? resorts. Well, all right, because, you know, it is common to call a film that bombs a turkey. And Disney might have made a couple films in their day that were bombs. <sighs> not the, okay. We don't talk about Herbie that way. <laughs> well, the first one wasn't. It was great. I just wanted to get that. to the 18th one, it was getting a little old. All right, well, Richard, you obviously must have something in mind other than your job since it was your idea. So why don't you well, no, start mean, and give us an, uh, an example of a Disney Resort turkey. A Disney Resort turkey. Well, I think an obvious one we've talked about too many times before, but it just an obvious, was the big wand over the <laughs> golf ball at Epcot. I know a couple people reminisce and th- look kindly upon that but i think i've always looked at that as a big turkey that was always it was neat at the time of the uh millennium but in retrospect i don't think it really worked okay i agree and no contrary opinions on that one um i i wasn't thinking of turkey in that kind of sense but i will i will use another one then okay but i agree with you that you know, I might have dealt with it for the half a year or whatever for the millennium, but yeah. for the however long it was up and then putting Epcot on it when we, I knew I was in Epcot. I didn't need a sign telling me I was in Epcot. I just paid 50 or 60 bucks to get in the gate. I know where the hell I am. Not to mention that you oh, wait, had you know to travel what? clear across the country to get to Epcot. We have adult beverages. We have adult beverages tonight. What do we have here? Uh, well, we've got a couple beers. We, we've got um, Smirnoff. Ooh, Smirnoff ice. I like that. Um, Guys, guys, at least pretend you're having something that's not fruity and foo foo. We've got. Uh, Can you at least do that? Yeah, Sapporo. Okay. Sapporo. Nice. Sapporo. It's a beer. It's a Japanese beer, and we've got one called Soul from the friends south of the border. South of the border. And we've got some. There's nothing wrong with the frou frou drink that's a little other fruity. Wine as long as you're not fruity yeah. when you're enjoying. Considering it. most of those frou frou drinks have more alcohol than any. That's true. Drink. Yeah, okay. Now, after this commercial, let's <laughs> going back to the original concept here. What, what do you want? Yeah. Um, what's that one? That, that's Smirnoff. There's wine coolers in there. There's beer. Uh, let me try a Smirnoff. I don't All right, that's my, isn't that one of Mike's favorite drinks? 
No, what? he likes he likes the hard lemonade. Uh, for some reason, I was thinking in Vegas you were trying to get uh, Smirnoff at the poker table. Oh. Well, it's one of the few things that they had that was in a bottle still. It's I a twist. I can't get it off. Oh, there we go. <laughs> Guys, the mic is hot. The mic is rolling. Can you okay. at least the worst part think is just a little bit before you can't even get the <laughs> Oh Your my Sheila god. Card once again. Is in yeah, but you don't know how bad that sounded. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. Mike, so, you can edit, right? <laughs> gosh. No, I'm not editing that out. I'm crazy. I'm going to go on to a, a show at Disneyland that I thought show. was a tur- turkey. turkey show. Okay. Uh, slight magic. I mean, light tragic. I mean, light, light magic. magic. All right. Uh, you know. If it wasn't for having Fantasmic there already for a couple of years, it was the exact same show just put on the parade. Oh, it was not the I same I thought it was show. the same show. Same concept, Mickey Dreaming. Hmm. What, was, what okay. was so... What's the basic concept of almost every attraction and movie Disney has? There's a main character, something goes wrong, and they're either looking for it or he's running from the bad guy trying to get... I mean, it's a common theme... That something like that, good and evil. Oh no, something's broke. We gotta fix it. Yeah, something's, <laughs> something's lost. Something's lost. Something's lost. We gotta fix it. Yeah. But 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 let's take a look at the opening theme. Fantasmic. Mickey's dream turns into a nightmare. Fantasmic. What was the basic beginning out? The beginning theme of light magic. Mickey's dream becomes into this fantasy whole thing that goes in there. It was the same exact idea. Okay, well, fine. It worked for Fantasmic. Maybe they thought it would work for the parade. I, 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 to be honest, I I think it... I mean, some of the music was good. It didn't fail because, well, was also on, the, because on the tail of... And it was river dance done with lights and fairies. Well, On yeah. the tail of a successful long-running parade like the Electrical Parade, was anything going to have the chance of being successful when people were already upset that they ended a long-running favorite. I mean, was it doomed from the start? Uh. <laughs> oh, excuse me. <laughs> no, the funny thing is, I don't remember eating what half came up my throat. <laughs> oh, jeez. Oh, I don't know what because he was saying or what I'm smelling right now. Gosh. Was it hot dogs and beer? Or what? I don't want to know. Oh, no, no, KFC. <laughs> Coleslaw. Oh, no okay. coleslaw. Okay. <laughs> was, if you take, if you try to take Light Tragic out of the uh, following up to the, the electrical parade, could it have been successful? If there wasn't a Phantasmic, could have. If, all right, so staining. I think one of the worst things was it was kind of. A little bit of a uh, how do I want to say? They built it up a little too much to where people were expecting something different. I'll use. Well, what are you spectra- supposed to advertise? This well, year, a mediocre parade. Well, mediocre parade. No, I, I'll use I'll use the example of Spectral Magic, which was the electrical parade up one notch, and this had a lot of potential on there. I think they just kind of, I don't know, kind of a little overkill. To well, it. this is the parade where they'd come to a certain point, stop. Do a big production, uh-huh. then 
get up and go, sort of like the Lion King parade. Yeah, but it worked well for the again. It they were trying well to use yeah. elements from previous things, throwing them together, and uh, it's not working. And so I'll I'll give you that it was a turkey. I just still wonder if the average DF was way too hard on it, and if they would have oh. let it run for a year or two, it might have become a park favorite. I, I will grant you the average DF was way too hard on it because it wasn't. In fact. Uh, my next door neighbors originally didn't care for it, but now they have fond memories of it. They, they, you they, know, they I didn't like basic at, training, but looking back, I have a lot of well, fond no, memories. Well, I, I mean, on, I, mean I go in there and I'll say how bad it was, and they go, well, I, it really wasn't that bad. You know, there was a lot of good stuff to it. Uh, but I, I, I agree with you. I think your average DF was far too harsh on it. And okay, but really, take take that parade out of the context of what came before it, the electric parade. Do you really think it would have lasted that long? Or do you think that uh, the fact that it that shot for something that was contemporary, not timeless, that it wouldn't uh, have grown? You're saying the music because it was also close on Riverdance and all that? Yeah, yeah. That it was, may not have been timeless because it seemed too contemporary. It had a contemporary model that it went by. Yeah, I would Sure, I would, very I would, contemporary. But I mean, was it at this, at, okay, but at the time the electrical parade came out, wasn't sensitized sensitized music sensitized sensitized music just becoming a an in thing? Disco was in the, was the you know, it wasn't. It wasn't. We liked that. Yeah, it wasn't but, disco though. It was no, it wasn't disco. But that kind of electronic music was new at the time. No. Yeah, but it was an old song. No, I, I'm not arguing that part. But the way they they used it. But what, 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 river dance shit isn't new stuff. Most of that is no. old, based yes. on old stuff. This is true, but it's kind of gone into the. It was very trendy at the time. Trend. That's the word. Trendy. It's. It was going more. It was very into the popular. Lord of the Dance. Than, all that kind of stuff going on. It was. It was. What we've complained about in times. It was more following the trend than setting the trend. Okay, fine. But again, I, I would argue that at the time. The electrical parade, and you had people like Michael Iceberg, and you had all these people with synthesizers, and it was kind of the new thing that every band had to have. And uh, that you could say that though they took an old song, they were putting it into a contemporary music source. Mm, okay, when did when did the electric parade debut? Uh, seventy three, seventy four was four. It? 70, uh, I was I was going to say seventy two, but. That right. might have been water pageant in yeah, water Florida. Pageant, yeah. So, synthesizer music had been around for ooh, coming up on ten years at that point. So, electronic you, music wasn't in, new. Your in your mindset, you're saying that in the mid '60s, synthesized music was. Oh, you had electric pianos. Well, yeah, but <laughs> um, but would you say that type of? Because you know you got to look at different types. Like uh, the '80s, kind of you overused. Uh, the processed, uh, you know, um, music and the uh, what do you call it? the um, drum machines and the electronic drums and all that. That was kind of an eighties thing. Centers. Um, are you saying in the sixties, in your mind, that the there was a, a huge amount of that type of music? To me, that was more coming up in the seventies than it was in the sixties. Hmm. All right, let me think for a second. I'm trying to. All right. <laughs> no. I'm trying to think of bands that that used 
you know, synthesizers early. And I want to say, you know, Captain late sixties that is when is when it started getting mainstream. If you want to use that word, it, but I think mainstream but I, is carrying the whole. I mean, in, in in the sense of carrying the entire musical spectrum. I don't think the in the sixties they were toying with them as an accessory, but not as the main, the primary instrument of yeah. choice. Mm. You know, regardless, either way, I think Richard's got a point that maybe because of the trend, the the um, newness of the river dance. So it's an old old type of dancing. It became popular again with with uh, river dance and then Lord of the Dance and that kind of Celtic music kind of hit a peak for some of that yet river dance you're only hearing a portion of the whole show which has a much broader range of music than yeah. Celtic music. So. and and to reciprocate i will say you've also made a point made oh. a very good point that if they had given a chance if they had given it another season it probably had it would have had a much did, better did chance it, did it to, even uh, complete the whole them. season it completed no. one summer no, because a lot of people think that the the, the DF the, the DF reaction being so negative. No, no, you're answering it, the wrong question. I asked did it make it through a whole season. It made it through the one season. It made it through the the entire summer, and it never came back the following year. The following okay. year, they just found new things, and then the whole big thing of the Electric Parade coming back to California Adventure. Well, that was already in the works before California Adventure was built. That was planned that. Was electric, it? Yeah, the Electric Parade was going to eventually come back that well, thank way. Thank you, Al Lutz. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's weird. My new job, I walked into a place that's really fairly heavy Disney enthusiasts. There's only like five of us. And the receptionist, they have a bunch of the light bulbs from the original Electrical Parade. <laughs> they sold them as the souvenir. Now they're like, did we really get a piece of that parade or not? You know. Well, and I think that, I think that was the other thing that, kind of killed it was a lot of people kind of got ticked off that well they got this whole light bulb bit campaign going on and then we get this new parade which was there and then a few years later we get the electric parade back. Well actually I think the one that really keyed the purchaser of memorabilia off is when it went to New York to open up for a premiere of a Disney movie down and it's uh, all lit up literally months before they had sold these bulbs or maybe less than a year All right, so I'll buy that as a turkey because regardless if it potentially could have won the hearts of the average Disney guest, it never had the chance to. It It was killed in a season. And it kind of flopped because of that. Okay. I was going to go to a show also, and I'd like to say the Lion King show on Disney World because it really doesn't impress me much. But I was going to go to the Hunchback, the Festival Festival of of Fools. Oh, cool. So yeah. we're at Disneyland? At Disneyland. It was an okay show, but then again, I don't believe the feature was out that outstanding considering the previous features that had come before it and have come after it. I thought it was fairly weak. Um, I just yeah, that was like the show was so, that good. That was like right at the height of, not the height, but I mean, they started with Mermaid. So Hunchback was 95? I think this is the one that kind of flopped it over the edge of Yeah, but they... But they had a string, right? They had, you know, you had... Mermaid, uh, Beast, Lion King, Aladdin. I don't yes. think those are in the right order, but... Pocahontas uh, was in there. 
Yeah, but Pocahontas wasn't widely received as no, all. And he was rescuers down under. I so hear I you. I think uh, Pocahontas was an underrated movie. I think it had some had a decent musical score, some decent songs, blah blah blah. But we're not here as a movie review, so. But for, no, but for every uh, the point is that for every animated feature that they released, you start you know they had some tie in a parade they, or a show. Yeah, or they put a, they put characters out on the street. They did some uh, you know like you were just saying. Yeah, they 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 had Pocahontas work in the street. And, uh, <laughs> I remember, I remember when when Beast. I mean, heck, it was when Beauty and the Beast came out. You know, the next day there's a Beast costume roaming around the, around the park. Was, I gotta say, the Beast costume is cool. I think one of the better street. Co- I mean, one of the better costumes. Yeah, I like that costume, but I will have to disagree on Festival you, of you Fools. You like Festival of Fools? Well, I it, I enjoyed it. And but the thing is, I can't really call it a flop because it was always standing room only, right up until when they ended the show. It wasn't something that had people protested that the show was ending more than people okay. didn't like the show. I agree, and it did fill up a lot. Not a huge theater by any means, so maybe it held a couple hundred people. Maybe I'd say more than uh, a couple hundred. You couldn't run it in weather. Uh, there's a lot of things you could look at critiquing it. Of design and all that 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 sucks. But that but that's the same as most shows. You can't run Fantasmic. You can't run the parades in weather. Uh, very true. But a lot of their stage shows you can because the theaters are covered. You couldn't run Fantasyland Theater until the last few years when they put the giant the giant uh, uh, circus yeah. tent over it. When it was Videopolis and in the first few years of the Fantasyland Theater. But then it did get to a point where they, if a light drizzle, they could run it as long as it well, didn't get light to drizzle. A yeah. I I just didn't think it was. That great a quality, it's you know, it depended too much on sticks and swinging on the rope and things like that. I, I and the overall concept of Disney shows, it was the turkey of the show for me. I mean, you go back, you look at the history of Disney shows in the park. It falls far, far short of Beauty and the Beast, which was an awesome show. Well, Beauty and the yeah. Beast and, was one of the, and I have to say, it makes the Disney MGM's Beauty and the Beast look like you know a child's play at a third grade middle school in you know podunk nowhere yeah well uh, beauty beauty and the beast was the first before we started quote unquote doing broadway up, style yeah. shows that was yeah. i gotta say the, the old no, disney afternoon show was, oh that was, was great that was, was, was really fun. good i had a lot of fun with uh, that and dick tracy Those dick tracy was, a, was another fun yeah. show uh, so i mean mickey's nutcracker i wish they'd bring that back it oh great show. i have a i have a videotape one, uh, oh, where, where Mickey went from black, black and white to color, color right on stage. On stage. Anim- that was, that, that's not an amazement, was it? That was an amazement. Uh, one Man's Dream. One, man, one Man's Dream. That actually, was, uh, in my understanding, it was an imported show from Tokyo. Yes, it was. But going back to uh, not so much the shows that worked, but let's go to items, shows, attractions, other things that okay. didn't work. You have it, right. Mike. I have a turkey. Luminaria. <laughs> I'll show you how much I don't even remember it. <laughs> that was that was uh, the holiday water show for DCA. So I, I you, and you were very fortunate for that fact. No, I'm not because now I can't say that it, I understand. Um, I really just I never okay. thought. Was it what? okay? I can't remember. Was it the first Christmas? Was it Christmas 2001? Or was it Christmas 2002? It had to have been 2001. Christmas. I, 2000. I think it was 2001. Yeah, the concept is okay. You know the San Francisco Street. You know the buildings that are empty. The one on the corner, um, the one close to the water. You could go in there. You could draw Christmas cards, 
and you would hand them to these people and they would scan them in. And if they liked them, at the end of the show on this projection screen, they would show the cards that people had just drawn Well, let's in the hour. Up. It was lame. <laughs> well, let's back up on what the whole show is. So in a way, but before you go back, because I do want to hear the whole show, in a way it was like the jokes and MILF, and you're not really sure if they're actually using your jokes or canned jokes they already have, but they're giving you the, the impression that they might actually be using the jokes you send in. Correct. So what the show was, you know what Luminary is, it's those big bags, that, or it's the bags that you'd light up the candle in for the holidays or anything. Yeah, that always yeah. made a lot of sense to me. Put a candle in the paper. Inside a paper, yeah. paper, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, when they're lined up all nice and square, and they're all lined up like dominoes, it looks pretty cool. Oh, they, <laughs> it does. <laughs> I'm just always waiting for a little breeze come. So below, it's, yeah, one starts on fire, and then the next one. The next thing you have is it's California three weeks ago. Yeah. Uh, oh, that was pretty bad. I was going to say maybe like the 1905 you know, <laughs> fire and earthquake. And so anyway, so you got these big boxes that are dressed up like Christmas presents out in the middle of the lake. The lake. Well, you got to call it a lake. It's, it's bay. bay. Uh, Paradise uh, Bay area. And what happens? They go through the show. They have fireworks. Which was mistake number one. I'll low say fireworks, one. low. They didn't go very high. Yeah, just low, low level fireworks. They didn't go much higher than about 140, 150 feet. And then they would have the music, blah, blah, blah. And then these packages opened up to become the projector screens that they would show the things in. And the package in the middle blossomed into this giant lit up Christmas tree. Christmas tree. tree. Well, it was, what would you say, about a 15 minute, uh, about 10 minute long show? I can't remember how long the show was. It was too long. I saw um, it once. <laughs> Seriously, I saw but, it once. But the pr- first problem was was with the fireworks. These put out a lot of smoke. And as you well know... Well, you, don't all fireworks put out a, lot of, a fair amount of smoke, but if they're low, they're not getting up. They're not so getting they're, up. Just, so yeah. all the smoke, just is sim- similar to what we've talked about over at Epcot with the uh, fireworks there, you're completely circling the lake area. So somewhere, where if you're downwind of this, you're in the wrong you're spot. You're getting choking. Yeah. So you want an example you're, of being downwind? You're, no, 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 no. no. I'm, I'm going so first of all, you're not going to see the show because the smoke's in the way. And then the second thing is you're not going to be able to breathe during the show. And then they put up these pictures, and on more than a number of occasions, projectors got really dim or went out altogether. So not all of the screens had the little Christmas cards that they put on. And then you'd have thousands of kids for putting up these cards, and they might show a few dozen during this show. Yeah, I mean... It, it had a... I, I don't know. I, I don't even want to say it had a good good potential to it. I'm not... I, I don't... What would you say, Mike? Did, did you see any potential on that show? No, no. I, the show was lame. I mean... We, see, there was no redeeming quality that... Oh, you know, if they would have just tweaked a little bit here or done this, it would have been decent. Um, I think the redeeming quality that I could say is if it they left. ended the show <laughs> and just started from scratch again. All right, well, that's fair enough. That That's a pretty good one. While we're in DCA, i got to say the turkey of all time. Ah, come on. Oh. That should be obvious. <laughs> Well, well okay. I, go ahead I, and say I, it. I forgot. The I great to movie run. Or I mean, uh, <laughs> I tried to forget what it superstar is. Limo. Superstar limo. Oh, uh, that was a nightmare that I've, uh, I. Now tell me, you can't tell me you didn't write it more than once, though. 
Oh, I wrote it. It was the almost day. like a train wreck. Day, you had yeah. to go back and look again and when, again. When, when they announced the day it was going to close, I had to go write it they, one more time. What the hell were they thinking about? <laughs> that was I, one that I told you the story <laughs> that when I was sitting over at the studio. If you haven't, you're going to tell me anyway. I'm going to so. tell you anyways. And this is back in December before uh, the December two months prior to the opening. They had given the number of the people previous. I had people at the uh, executives at the studio complaining about that attraction. I remember Bill Handel going to Disneyland for the DCA opening, and he loves Disney. He just said, "This is the stupidest ride I've ever seen." Uh, I had to throw that in there. It it is a definite turkey. Yes, definite turkey. Okay, Mike. Anything else you got? Um, Oh, let's see. Well, you know, the, probably one of the biggest turkeys was a great idea. It just functionally didn't work. And you said it's coming back. Is the flying saucers in Tomorrowland? Yeah, the flying saucers coming. I don't know. Would you consider that a turkey just because? Yes, it didn't because work? it well, yeah, because it didn't function. I mean, some turkeys have great ideas. They just it didn't work. You know. It, wait a second. Wait, 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 wait. This is Richard's definition of turkey. You made him define the turkey. So is it? What, oh. Our well, our tractions, our tractions that were good ideas that didn't work right. You consider that a turkey? I would, but Richard, do you consider that a turkey? I, I, I would say it was. It's within the realm of the show because, okay. well, it, even if it was a good idea, I mean, we had our difference of opinion, uh, but I think we agreed that even uh, some of the stuff had potential, but it just wasn't carried out right. And I think this was the same thing. It, it, it was a really neat idea to have the flying saucers. It just didn't come out right, and I think it was just a question of the technology at the time. But we'll see if uh, technology. Yeah, yeah Richard swears that is coming back. It, it is. That's what they're saying right now, and it's on the website. You can see it on. Uh, where's it now? Where's it going? I can't remember. I don't remember exactly where they were saying. I'd have to look it up myself okay. on the website. No, no they problem. Were, they were just showing the oh, artist concepts. Oh, the cars! It's it's going in the Cars Land. They're going to build in Tomo oh, parking yeah, lot. Okay. They're hubcaps. Oh, it's Cas- Luigi's Casa della Tires, whatever. Right. Okay. Wait, I have. Wait, I have the thing that Jimmy gave me. So are we get rocking. Yeah, the one I gave Greg any, over any here. He's yet? lost already. No, I say, say that again, Greg. What was your question? Oh, that, yeah, that thing. Well, you know what? It's in my computer bag. I was going to use it on my other show, and then I didn't get a Cars show. Land, yes. Now it's Cars Land new- guests will be immersed in a world inspired by Pixar Cars. Uh, Cars Land will feature a major e-ticket attraction, Radiator Springs Racers, and two additional immersive family rides featuring characters and scenes from movie Cars Land. Uh, level One car. of those looked like the one that they were building in Paris, which was more like a... Um, what the new one in DCA is going to be like, but based on cars, I thought, where, you know, the car can twist and all that. I didn't really look at it as a flying saucer type. But. Yeah. No, this is this is supposed to be the test track thing that they're talking about here. The the hubcap thing didn't make it into this this artwork pitch. Well that, well, that, if I can just go off on another one real quick that I thought it was a turkey. Rocket rods. <laughs> Rocket rods, wonderful technology, but... I thought it was executed just, poorly. Executed very poorly. It was a great flycatcher when you uh, smiled during the ride. <laughs> uh, and and I think I can wild uh, hogs. Yes, <laughs> and I can, and I think I could make uh, perfect examples in test track. The same exact attraction, 
but that okay, one whoa, whoa, whoa. is it's not the same exact attraction. Well, I should say the same exact technology. Thank you. You're welcome. Same exact technology and test track, but in that case, the attraction is carried off very well. Though test track opened after uh, Rocket Rods, because did it? had so did many. It? Yeah, it did. You are correct about Rocket Rods was born out of Test Track, but Test Track had so many delays in opening that Rocket okay. Rods managed to open before Test Track. Okay. But you are correct. The technology but came from Florida. Now here. now that technology is going to be going on over into Cars Land over at DCA, and I think it'll be a much better attraction than Rocket Rods could have ever well, been. Yeah, I mean, they made a lot of, in, in my humble opinion... A lot of the mistakes in Rocket or not Rods so humble were <laughs> they didn't modify the superstructure and they just kept you on a flat track. You can't turn at those kind of speeds on a flat track. Flat track. Right. I felt like I was riding when you with you when you learned how to drive a stick ship. <laughs> After the first turn or two, I had to get off and go to the bathroom. It's like and this, stop, stop. And this from the car. man on one of the freeway on one of the freeway turns on uh, interchanges. You were ups- You were mad at me. You said if I flipped the car, you were going to kill me. And I said there's no way I was going to flip the car. Yeah, because you drive. You drove like an idiot. I drove uh, 90 miles an hour down that thing, and it was banked. And I was driving a Mustang. Mustangs suck and flip all the time. So what are you <laughs> he never believed me when I saw a Mustang 5.0 on its hood or on no. Its I didn't roof. say I didn't believe you. It won't I just, turn over. It's so low to the ground. It's, it's, there, it's a very. It's a very low. It's as low as a Hyundai. I mean, it's no... Hey, hey, you know what Ford stands for, right? Yes. Flip over, read directions. <laughs> and what was the one for Chevrolet? Uh, <laughs> Go ahead. I can't remember that one. You're the one that told me. and I. Can't oh, remember. no, I don't. I never had one for Chevrolet. There is one did. because... No, I didn't. These don't suck like what, what's, what's the parent company of, or that... GM? Uh, GM. No, there was another one that you gave me. Pontiac. Sure. You're the one that gave me, Mike. I'm trying to Not Chevrolet. No, because I was probably driving Chevy when we first started hanging out together. So driving a motorcycle and an old 60s. No, it wasn't 60s. It was 70s. It was a... What? uh, My Civic? No, not the Civic. The one... uh, The one you wrecked going up to the Disney... uh, That was a Camaro. A 76 Camaro. Yeah. The one that we we had to stop for gas for who? Was it me? I didn't need gas. Was it you? Huh? It was one of us. Regardless, you yes. you wrecked your car. No, someone drove into me. Was it wrecked at the end of the day? <laughs> yes, but I didn't. Yours? <laughs> I didn't do it though. Well, you turned in front of somebody <laughs> with no headlights on. Small minor <laughs> complication there. <laughs> and and I'll have you know they they took they took him away in handcuffs and not me. Because I believe he had no driver's license. <laughs> yeah, among the other problems, wasn't even legal. Uh, and he probably, probably, uh, yeah, that was a fun yeah, that night. That was a night. Mike's <laughs> getting mad at me because I was wearing my Disney jacket, the the one that looked like a Letterman jacket. It might have been the Disney Family one for the. Yeah. And he's like worried that it will look like we have money because I guess we had Dude. nice clothes or something. He was like, "Don't wear that out here, you know." Dude, be- the guy, <laughs> the guy runs into me right. So I'm, we're standing around. The two cars are smashed together. And I'm on the street, and uh, some some bystander comes and starts talking to the dude that drove into me, and he turns to me and says, "Yeah, he says he'll take whatever money you got right now." <laughs> like, <laughs> what we'll, just, 
we'll just wait and see what the policeman has to say about that. <laughs> but yeah, Greg, Greg was trying to call the cops, and no one would take responsibility for that section of town. Yeah, it wasn't a, it wasn't a nice. Finally, the CHP showed up, but yeah, been up to the studio to do a little shopping. I don't know why we drove all the way out to the studio to come back to Disneyland, but we did um, for the Christmas party. Anyways, it was on. Yeah. And here, long run, <laughs> I wasn't that worried about his car. I didn't want to miss the Christmas party. <laughs> but we still went, we still right? Went. Yeah, we got in my car and we all went. Well, no, we, we were in the back of the pickup truck. Well, I was in my car. You were in the back of the pickup truck. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, in this day and age, you can't do that. No, you can't do that. <laughs> I, kind of, yeah, I, I give you the opportunity to enjoy the highway and you know in the free spirit open way with the hair your hair blowing. The middle of night in December. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> yeah, it's a California yeah. December. <coughs> so um, anyway, what else do we have what, what other turkeys? I'm can sure we, think we of can. Here? Uh, turkey, 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 turkey. Well, we could go to Florida. I'm sure we can find a turkey in Florida. Not sure we can. Oh, I got one for Florida then. Oh, what do you have under new management? Oh, oh! Greg showed me a video of that. I've never seen the show because every time I go over there, the show is closed for one reason or the other. But Greg finally you're showed not, me the video. You're not missing anything. I don't even know if it was operating the last time you were there, but regardless, it no, is... it, it was just its normal closures for whatever. You know how they've been closing certain attractions on certain days of the week and no, certain it, hours. It, it was open it, like two hours during the day. Uh, it's open longer now, but it opens like at ten and it closes it early, but. It's I happen to walk through at nine thirty, and I walked yeah. past the area at four thirty. Yeah, it's. Uh, but it's, great, it's, uh, like I said, yeah. But do I go to it every time I go? Yeah, but it's a. I, I don't. I have. I've managed to go every time, and it reminds me of why it needs to be fixed. I actually yeah. think I slept through it the last time, and I remember the lady at the end kept, you know, she was like really into it, bouncing around, and I'm like, "Fuck, you're waking me up." yeah that's I, a definite dud uh, i don't think that'll be on the list this year along with stitch well i look at it this way if i have time and i've done everything why not it doesn't you're not losing but 15 correct. minutes of your life correct if you time it right uh, i'll i'll i i i will say i still want to go see it because i've yet but to, it is yeah, a yeah. 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 You, Actually, you know, to be honest with you, don't take our word for it. Go see I, it. I'm not a huge Stitch fan by any means. In fact, I've never seen the entire movie. I'm just annoyed by the character in general, and it seemed like it became the new Mickey Mouse for a while. I mean, it was yeah. just everywhere. I actually don't think the Stitch attraction is all that bad. I would have preferred to see it as Alien Encounter. Same here. But I'm, other I'm, than substituting the Alien for Stitch and a little bit of pre-show change. Is it that much different? I mean, the idea is that Alien still broke out. You said Karen saw it. Yeah. The alien breaks out. I'm sure that all the same effects, except maybe the burping in your face. I don't know if some it's, of that. It sounds, it sounds like the same exact show, just they, modified to a different character. They cartooned it up, yes. and so little kids won't be frightened by it. My kids are laughing. My four-year-olds are laughing. Ah, Stitch tooted. Well, isn't that a good thing? <laughs> huh? Yes, yes, yes. That's the point. You know, Alien Encounter, you'd have to think twice about taking youngsters in there. Well, yeah, it was intended for as a PG attraction. Yeah. Um, yeah, you know, isn't it bad? Is it that bad that we have to resort to a good old fart joke to get the kids laugh? <laughs> oh, I, <laughs> oh, you laugh. Oh, I laugh. I, well, 
I laugh and I hold my breath like I've been well, doing here tonight. Yeah, but. it's 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 one of those double edged swords. As a parent, you you want to be better than that for your kids, but yet you think it's really yeah, funny. You go, yeah. how, how hard is it? To, how hard is it to risk saying "pull my finger"? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oops. Um, well, you know, I have to call a few things a turkey only because they replaced good things, which weren't a turkey. So Pooh's Playful Corner and Ariel's, you know, gout, uh, whatever they call the Ariel play area. Ariel has gout? Uh, no. Ariel's, Ariel, uh, Ariel has a – what play area? It's got a little For, meet and greet where you go in the whole – you know, the – That's the, over there where the submarines used to be, right? In, Ariel's Grotto at Disneyland? No. In Florida, at the Magic Kingdom, Fantasyland, the little meet and greet area back next to Pooh's Playful Pilot mm, Craft. Okay, um, Playful Pooh. Those just to me that was a, geez. Since we took the other one out, we better make it look like we actually care and put something in here. And what was the other one? Well, it's twenty thousand leagues under the sea. Yeah, we the, never mentioned that part. Oh no, no, yeah, it's true. Well, most people know. Not necessarily. Well, no. But yeah, I, I, I'll agree with that. That's. Um, I have yet to actually see that area, or at least take notice, I should say, of the area without having... Because the, the last time you were there, the attraction probably was still there. Well, the attraction, they weren't oper- it was just the lagoon that was there. Right, there was it just wasn't was operating, correct. And to just con- fill that thing in and just do nothing with it, and it, it sounds like on a couple of things where, yeah, just oh, throw something together, it's you know, they kids have Toontown. They didn't need another, you know, rubber floor to jump around in. Uh, it's, <laughs> I, I just I find it a pathetic. Okay, well, that, you know. Yeah, well, they the the whole play area thing's got the. You know what I consider a big turkey, and it's a shop. It's at the exit of Space Mountain in the Magic Kingdom. They call it an arcade. I think also there are some games in it. It's the ugliest piece of architecture in oh, contrast yeah. to Space Mountain. That I've oh, it's like a half, like a Quonset hut almost. You know, it reminds me of like um, Quonset years and stuff with it, but the colors are odd. They contrast with the re- the rest of a white, the, you know, white theme of Tomorrowland. It just it ruins every picture I try to take of Space Mountain. Okay, while we're in, tomorrow- I just dislike that. While we're in Tomorrowland, what? Tomorrowland. At Magic Kingdom, what is that show that's over at the Tomorrowland Terrace? Ah, over the stage? Sunny Eclipse. Sunny Eclipse. <laughs> the Chuck E. Cheese show. <laughs> the but is he really a turkey? It's not Tomorrowland Terrace anymore. Tomorrowland it's Terrace Cosmic Ray Starlight Cafe. The Plaza Inn. It's okay. is now the Tomorrowland, Tomorrowland Terrace. Station. Okay. Tomorrowland Terrace that you think of Tomorrowland Terrace is. Cosmic. Uh, Starlight Rays Cafe. Cosmic Rays Starlight Cosmic Cafe. Rays. Cosmic Rays Cafe. Starlight Cafe. But regardless, from what you guys, again... They were too cheap to have live entertainment, so they put yeah. Chuck E. Cheese in there. A bad Chuck E. Cheese. Yeah. Now, Art Art loves Sunny Eclipse. He was getting... I couldn't resist just poking him the whole time we were <laughs> at Fat and Happy about... Hey, now, Richard, does that surprise you at all, that he couldn't resist poking he and, does that all um, the time anyway. Now, I got to say, though, I got to say, Art, Art is the man. Art makes Paul Berry's sound collection look like, oh, how would you want to put it? Wait, what has he got that? Oh, he's got a lot. And it makes, 
let's say he's got a tractor trailer full. Paul Barry's got a pinto full. Really? So he's got vinyl? You see oh, no, you no, say? no, just his digital collection of ambient music and sound. You know, Art's got a collection that puts anything I've seen, heard about Paul's collection, even from Paul, makes it Paul's going to have music envy. Really? So, oh, yeah. That, uh, I, I'm not sure if we can call Paul... What's Paul? The, what's he say? He's the music or the Disney sound, sound guy. Sound yeah. guy. I I think the moniker's wrong now. I really do. I was quite impressed by the size of Art's collection. Okay, <laughs> you had sound envy. <laughs> anyway, I just you know better I sound envy than other the, envy. The uh, the trip because he shared some of his collection with me. Uh, so I, I have to give him credit when I use it because he. Good to find with a, with a lot okay. of good, good new music to use. So, what else know, we got? Think of while we're in Florida. Um, I'm thinking of one off. Yeah, hand. the Lion King show. You didn't like Lion? No, you know what? I like. Here's what I like: the music. I went in expecting to see what most Disney shows are when they're based on a movie. Which is have a story, almost a retelling. That's very similar oh, the movie story. To the yeah, movie. You know, usually condensed to about twenty minutes. Cut out all the crap you really didn't need in the movie. Cliff uh, notes. Reader's Digest version. You got the Reader's Digest version. You got rid of all the segues and this. You know the the songs with. You know. Can you feel the love tonight? Yeah. Well, seriously, it would, it would hit the hits. Hit the hits. It yeah. Would, well, think of it the highlight. The, it would put because it would put the music in there. Gets to all the main points, gets rid of a lot. The only fluff they really give you, because I was going to say, gives you those transitions where you just see montage. We need a montage. We need a montage, yeah. <laughs> they cut all that crap out. Now, Aladdin uses the, the magic carpet very effectively, and that montage I think you really need. That's a great little scene. The Lion King is taking Disneyland's parade, those kind of floats, Stuffing them in a little air-conditioned room. It's not all that air-conditioned. No, it is. They went from an outdoor show to it's now enclosed and it's okay. air-conditioned. It I didn't was, used to be. When I was there, it was just covered. Yes, but you're it right. Yeah, they've redone that. So you know what the show's like. They've got the kind yeah. of the, the four I, different groups, and they get you. This group say ah, this group ah, you know, who I, gives I, a shit. I'll, I'll grant you. It looks like it. I I agree. It looks like you took the Lion King parade. And you did it over at medieval times. Four <laughs> no, I, medieval times is, okay. medieval times is enforced. I mean, but you're, not, rooting, no, medieval you're times is so for much your, you're rooting for your night. You're rooting for your parade section. Okay, so yeah. they don't they don't run the story of the Lion King. No, they just sing and dance and prance and you know. Yeah, it's just, that's true. They don't, they don't they don't tell the story of the Lion King. They but just, they use the music from the film. Uh, like one song repeated over and over and over. Really? Yeah. No, it's not one. So I'm just they, I'm they exaggerating. Use a, they, a use a, bit. they use a couple songs like Hakuna Matata and um, If I Were King. I think I, no. I I zoned out on a lot of it. I there you know some of the some of the dancing, some of the things were okay. They were okay numbers, but it was kind of let's let's mix uh, Circus the Freak. I'm sorry, that's a book. <laughs> uh, Circus DLA. And Circus so, Soleil. Yeah, 
freak. You know they're gonna make a movie out of Circus the Freak. I think Circus the Freak. Nice. Children hey. books. Um, yeah, yeah. It might be teen books. Yeah, I think it's called Circus the Freak. It's kind of a weird, bizarre thing. But anyways, on this, on this, on our next trip to Florida, we're gonna Ed Wood film. We're going to um, we're going to commit more time to Animal Kingdom. That's we're become Karen's gonna... favorite park. We've we we went back quite a bit, and though I still think it's a half day to three quarter day park, there is a lot of time you can really spend on those trails, seeing the yeah. shows. We've we we've been there twice, and we've spent hardly any time in Asia, hardly really? any. It's a beautiful we've... park. I got it. Mean, yeah, no, we like it, but we're always in a rush to get somewhere else. I gotta say that's my wife's favorite park yeah, too. You've got to cut out parks, some so. time and and really explore it and see. I mean, no, the no, first we, time I went with Vincent, we totally missed the um, the trail with the the Bengal tigers. And my Richard had said something. I'm like, crap! I didn't see any Bengal tigers. Yeah, no shit. I haven't seen the tigers either at Animal Kingdom. Two trips, no tigers. I'm like, right. I told Jerry, Joe, there's tigers at Animal Kingdom. Really? I know. Well, it's if you don't go back to ride the Kilimanjaro. The Cali Rapids, or you don't go back there to use the restroom, you would, and you don't look at the map, you know, and you're kind of cruising by, you see the monkeys throwing crap at each other, you know, <laughs> the Cali's back there, you're like, I don't want to get wet. Yeah, that's right, not in December, huh? You're not going to even know it's there. You're going to walk right past it. Yeah, well, we're going to fix that. We're fixing I, that this year. I think I think with uh, Animal Kingdom, what you have to do is you can't look at it as you're going into another Magic Kingdom, another Epcot. Or you have to kind of put that into the comparison of another zoological park. No, we 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 would go. We would ride the. We'd go on the safari. This last yeah. trip we went on Everest. We went. We went and saw the Nemo show, which is a turkey in my mind. Not not well, in the court of at least not it the, tells the story. Not in the court of public opinion. I'll admit. You know, some people seem like I just can't. I'm can you, just can, you, can you admit though that as a Disney show, at least tells the story? Yeah. Oh yeah, it runs to the story. It's it. I was looking at it thinking, oh, this is just like Beauty and the Beast. This is just like Aladdin. This is just like. No, this is an upgrade of the Mermaid Show over in the animation area. Except this time, the guy's holding the puppets. Yeah, the Mermaid Show in the animation part, area is also. I like. You wearing black and using the puppets in black light. What I didn't like about the Mermaid Show. Is that the the seats get wet and they're stale and they stink? <laughs> I walked in that theater, go, it's air conditioned, but man, it smells like stale, wet dog hair. Yeah, something bad. Dead animal. Um, <sighs> actually, you know what? I've seen um, I've seen Nemo a couple times now. Okay, Nemo wasn't intended to be a musical. Nope. And thank thank God. But there are a few you don't numbers. Want to hear Elvis Brooks and I, I've Ellen seen generous to a duet. No, no. <laughs> I don't want them two together. Just scary. <laughs> but I've seen two different guys play Crush. The turtle. That's the turtle's name, that's right? The turtle yeah. One guy was just simply awesome. He, totally did. And he makes them that segment and the whole show. I think. <laughs> Incredible voice, incredible stage presence. You just want to say, let's do that routine again because the rest of this sucks. <laughs> and the other guy was like so so. And I had seen the the really good guy the first time. And then Karen and I went, and I, and I'm told I'm like, this guy just isn't as good. Um, the other guy was much better. 
And overall, it's again, it's one of those shows I think you should see once, but I would never stand in a line in summer heat humidity to see that show. Oh my gosh, that line gets long. That's a big theater. Holds a yeah, lot. Yeah, it holds. I mean, we're we're all the way back to the dinosaur. You know, all the way back to Dino Land. That, that can be hot. Now, I wanted to see Tarzan Rocks before they closed it in. You know, closed the theater in for Nemo. I didn't get to see it. We missed it. I've heard it was good, and I was interested. But you know, yeah. anyway, it was a good show. I, I I had fun with it. All right, so we back to turkeys, dudes. Pack the turkeys. Yeah. No. Let me. No more tangents. Let, let me. Wait, oh, is that what the bell is? Did yeah. you get? Did you get? <laughs> it's, it's my Tower of Terror bell I bought when I was there last time. Wait a second, no tangents. We wouldn't have a show if we didn't do tangents. Our shows would be ten minutes long. No, our shows would be twenty. <laughs> no, no tangent about the tangent. Okay. Okay, I'm going to go. I'm going to go over to Epcot real quick. And... No, no, mm. no. There's no turkeys at Epcot. Come on. And I'm that's gonna, the purest let's, inspiration let's, of Disney. Let's, independent. Let's, oh, let's start off the with what I The nadir of Disney. Parents. I haven't seen it. I haven't seen it redone. And you said it was pretty. Is halfway. Oh, Journey to, or the Imagination of No, 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 no. I'm talking about uh, Tiempo de Rio de Tiempo. No, actually, actually, I never I, liked the old show. Oh, you didn't like the old show. Okay. And you said, and you showed the. You had the video, the video. on your other show. That did were, you watch it? Yes, I did. You watch we my are, stuff more than Mike does. We, Mike we are not going to whore your show either tonight. So Which show? We're not going to talk about that. But At I the Main Street Cinema? <laughs> oh, nice. <laughs> but <laughs> I bet you didn't get I any did. chunks on that, though. That didn't no, I didn't get like any chunks. Was... That was just pure, simple okay. gas there. I, You know what? I, I semi-agree with you in the first show. It was almost so bad, it was good. Because they use some of the same technology as if you had wings, with yeah. the well, silhouettes. You always, you always liked if I was going to. I was going to include that one. But I like Dreamflight. I like. I liked what follow if you had wings. Dreamflight was pretty. Dream Flight. I saw if you had wings. That's where the speed tunnel that came to Disney's Disneyland, uh, uh, people mover. People Tron, mover yeah. from. Uh, the new one. I well, like seeing a change. I like seeing the change. All the projectors are bright and good, and the film doesn't look scratched and worn out anymore. So I have to say I kind of enjoy it. It's still not a great ride by any... Come on, the best part of... But there's some funny the, things. The River of Time is when you're cruising along and they're trying to sell you crap. Yeah, that, that, was, <laughs> that was good. But the other, there's, a, there's a Donald Duck pinata yeah. in there that the kids are trying to hit. Oh, great. So I thought that was kind of funny. Okay, so... You bring it up, imagination. What What do you want to say about imagination? Oh, I, that was a letdown. I, I like. Don't make the, me really lose my. I that really was a letdown. Got to say, the original show was so much better over the current. Show you know, I got to say, the original show wasn't one of my favorites, but I'm becoming real nostalgic for it since this new one. Because originally, the original one was like an acid trip, and I never really understood what this had to do with. <laughs> future world other than without imagination you wouldn't have a future world so right. correct that was yeah. he was the only kind of connection Although the whole thing was he had that whole character dream finder and, yeah and he just picks in like you know like a bee just picks these little bits of ideas and puts yeah. them into your See, dream and i like dream finder. and that, i like dream but i didn't well. necessarily like figment so much though there's and a the figment one- 1986 that i bought i like there i like figment until they gave him a voice 
And the one little <laughs> spark. One little spark. That's a pretty cool tune. Yeah. yeah. Uh, right. I, I, you know, no offense. Billy Barty is a great guy and everything, but I <laughs> liked Figment a lot better before they gave Billy Barty's voice to Figment. <laughs> Dig this. Our fir- the first trip I'd take the family, you know, August of 2005, right? That's our first trip to Epcot. We're walking in. Sherry's like, what do you want to go on? I'm said, I have fond memories of imagination. It has no line. Let's go on that. <laughs> <laughs> All right. And we're walking into the short line at the grocery store. There's <laughs> yeah, no reason it's short. But I'm walking, you know, part. you walk down the hall. And I'm thinking, I don't remember this long hallway to get on the ride. Yep. You know, the, I remember the entrance being like right in the front. Walk, I, walk, I, walk, walk. I don't walk. even, I, I gotta remember. I don't even remember. Because we were, I was only saw that one time in 86 with you, Richard. We wrote it maybe two or three times. Four times yeah. the most. I don't really remember it. Well, I, I just remember bits and pieces of it, well, and more. Yeah. More. I gotta say, most of what I remember on that pavilion was comes upstairs. from the Epcot television specials. Oh, more yeah, so yeah. than what I remember actually on the well, ride. I remember the get your picture taken at the end and the big dream yeah. flight. I remember yeah. that. But, I don't remember the load and unload and some of that. So I'm but sorry, well, we interrupted that, you, Mike. That's okay. I, at the end, at the end, I apologized. I said, that's not at all how I remember that ride. Well, I can't stand <laughs> Nigel. If anybody uh, deserved to have a hot poker stuck up there. <laughs> now, I have, I have. A noise the living hell out of me. I have video of. of um, Even if imagination. I was, I still wouldn't like the guy. The original one from when I was there in 1990. I have it somewhere on videotape. See, unfortunately, when, when Richard and I went, we had a friend whose dad had a video camera, and we tried to talk him into letting us take it, and he would not. Um, and unfortunately, I didn't get back for 19 years later, so I, we didn't get the video. So when I saw someone put that retrospective, like Horizons, because I was one of those ones that said, you know, I think it was time for Horizons to go, because Horizons was supposed to be the 21st century. We're in the 21st century. We haven't reached basically any of the goals, you might say, set forth in Horizons. The music is is fantastic. The storyline was really pretty good. And now I'm thinking, you know, I, I see why people were in love with that attraction after having not seen it for 19 years and getting to view a video. I dig Mission Space, but I wish we could have kept both. Yeah, I'd like to. The one thing I like about Horizons is, okay, yeah, we are in the 21st century, but... You know, it doesn't necessarily mean we're going to have all that stuff tomorrow. That's the stuff we're supposed to be working. The century, the twenty-first century is going to be a long time. Yeah, and mm-hmm. in the meantime, me the, love you long my, time. <laughs> my favorite part of Horizons was near the end where they show. Let's take a look at what we thought the future, or I guess it was actually the beginning. Let's take a look at what yeah. we thought the future was going to right. be back in the twenties and the thirties. Viewed it from robot, different eras of what they yeah, thought. Yeah. Robot butlers and flying cars yeah. and everything. Yeah. And what reality turned out to be. Well, you know, I wanted to do, this is almost a turkey. So are you done with imagination? I'm sorry. We're, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm, yeah can the, move whole, on. the whole interactive thing upstairs they used to have. So the new one is a, a definite turkey. Now, supposedly they're supposed to be opening that space up again. I, I've heard that, yeah. Let's draw, now see if, see if you can help me on this. Because you guys, though I played in the bands and the drummy bugle corps and all that, I got to say that I was more of one that just enjoyed playing. Didn't get into the technicalities. Don't remember a lot of the terms of, you know, you know, that's a melody, that's that's a syncopated rhythm, that's a whatever. So I know Mike, you're more into that. Richard, you are too. I was going to do this on my other show, Imaginary in My Way. Yeah. 
But I wasn't quite film. sure how to do this. But now that we talk about turkeys, go back and you look at the soundtrack of Horizons. Look at the soundtrack of Journey to Imagination. Look at the soundtrack. The original soundtrack to right, Journey to Imagination. To the land, to Spaceship Earth, Hall of Presidents, um, America the Beautiful. The way those were scored and orchestrated. Now go more to modern Disney attractions. There is, other than Soren, I can't think yeah. of a grand no. musical score that's well, orchestrated also, uh, and arranged like they used to. And California Dreams. Cal- or Golden Dreams. Golden Dreams. Golden Dreams, the one that's going away. That's oh, the horrible away. movie with. Whoopi Goldberg. It's not that bad of a movie. I like the movie. The movie's not really not that bad. It's actually a fairly decent. Actually, uh, you're correct. The movie's good. I don't like the whole god goddess thing with Whoopi Khalifa uh, and the political correct cuts they made. I like yeah, yeah. China Man get blown up. Yeah, that was that fine. was realistic. That's what happened. You know, How what? about the we about, about the naked boobies? Did you like those two? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Let's not sanitize history. It is what it is, and we got to deal with it. Move on. Well, I, th- I think if I remember. <laughs> oh, Naked Boobies. You're talking about the French film. In, uh... No, I'm talking about the American Indians in the background. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah, yeah, the yeah. Naked Boobies. Now, I, in the France film. That's the Navy guy and, looking for the uh, Naked Boobies. In the French Pavilion. Sorry, I like Naked one Boobies. Of the beaches, I say. Look one way, Earl was telling me, look that way, and there's, there's like naked sunbathers. But. I, I know what you. I know what you. What you mean? Yeah. When Epcot was done, they had a lot of. I'm trying to remember some of the composers in that one book you have here. Should mention. Oh, probably mentions all those composers. Yeah. But of course, the composer that we have, a soaring, was Jerry Goldsmith. What was your point though about the music though? The, the that fact they, that no, they don't. No, they don't. They don't have that gigantic, sweeping sound. I remember. No, you're, you're right. Okay. I remember listening to some Disney soundtracks. You know that I put on tape back in you know the seventies in high school. I'm playing it for my or playing it, and my band director's listening. Said, "Oh yeah, Disney always does their soundtracks so well. They're so well orchestrated, so well arranged, so well produced that you you almost have a hard time believing they're just putting it in an amusement park because they're so well, well done." All right, so Mission Space, not not big theme music. It's not really. Best track, not big theme music. I'm just trying to think of rides or attractions since the Millennium because the Millennium Celebration, there's a big, you know, the Reflections of Earth thing oh, was, yeah, a, was yeah. a big deal. I mean, I, marching bands in high school were playing this music. Well, okay? yeah, I played so, the, that Cadets 2000 or the Cadets um, drum bugle corps that have that great arrangement of illuminations oh. or what uh, – what is what, actually what it's actually really called, but yeah, um, okay, but that's okay. my. I'm trying to. I'm trying to establish a time Norway's, when the last good Norway's bit of new. I'm um, in comparison to to the original Epcot stuff. Um, nothing really outstanding. Even the even their score for the little movie that you really Earl is such a vast resource of information. When you go when you go this year. And I know a lot of people just go blow right through the Norway movie. I don't know why the Imagineers put it at the end. I guess they should have made you watch it at the beginning or put <laughs> it in the queue or something. But close your eyes and watch that movie. Okay. 
I, I, I give this tip out to anybody out there. Watch the Norway movie with your eyes closed. Then you're not watching it. What am I going to hear? It, it's more me. towards where the guy's skiing, but you just got to close your eyes. Okay. And have okay. it, you know, anyways, it's... Okay. But think of well, that China, uh, Reflections of China, the music in that one. Uh, okay, well, you haven't seen the new... Okay, when you go see the new Canada film, and I was, I've got right now on an MP3 disc in my car the original O Canada song, which I, I like. I like it a lot. I don't think the new one's that great. They've got the Canadian Idol winner, the Canadian... Um, American Idol. I, uh, the, uh, can, uh, yeah. yeah, the Idol person singing this one. I just don't think the, the orchestral accompaniment of this movie is as good as the original. Now, look, uh, American okay. Journeys, very good. And if I remember score. correctly, that was James Horner. I don't know. So it was a great I, I score. Think, I think I will agree with you on that. And what my thought, my hypothesis of the whole thing is, they're cheap. They yeah, don't want to spend it, it it's coming down. To the, it's coming down to being cheap. In the days that in the days that you were doing some of these attractions, you had a very Big emphasis on filmmakers making the attraction, the, yes. making an attraction. So they're and they understood, to, and they understood scoring is a is a major, major part of evoking motion. Yeah, do you they think got this, major motion picture okay. scores gotcha. to come in and do this. Now they're going in and they're getting in more independent. I'm probably gonna uh, get shot. Less for this. tried. Splash <laughs> map. Is it really that great of accompaniment with it? No, I don't. You know, people complain about it's a small world just sticking in your head. It's kind of the same thing for me for Spl- Splash Mountain. I it's been a long time since I've seen the movie, so maybe it's not that far off. I kind of have a hard time believing that. And and I'll jump in here real fast on that tangent. Rumor has it, we might see that you, movie coming you out. You told me that before. I know. What I, I, song of the South on DVD? Yeah, I, I believe it. The, when the I see rumor, it. the rumor is still being persistent out there. So I just want to throw that out there before someone else we know before takes credit, takes credit, credit that he's put in a writing. Hey, campaign. all right. Here's a tangent for you. Did you see outlets on the news last week? Yes, Richard I did. Did yeah. Their freaking his his face was on the news, and he was used as a source about the ashes in the freaking ride. Yes. I'm like, what the hell? For him, no one would have known a thing. But you know what? See, he goes out. If enough of the DPN people wanted to be a media whore, they probably could eventually get that same status. You know, Ricky Brigandi, I think, is trying real hard to to be that person. I've seen, in fact, I saw a clip on his show once. I don't watch it anymore, but I just want to check out to see who, who inside the tragic, what was it, magic of the... Whatever, whatever. Yeah, yeah. And he had a clip of himself on, you know, local TV out there in Orlando. Um, so I'm sure if you kept sending little briefs and little things to the local channel thirteen sevens, eventually you might do that if you. Okay, but for a major news organization to use him as a source for a story, Channel Four, Channel uh, Seven. I saw him in ABC. Uh, ABC used him too. 
See, yes. now my kids came in. Now said, I saw them on CBS and I saw them in, okay. on the local CBS okay. and the local you, NBC. You guys saw the reports. I did. I got home and my daughter's like, you got to call Richard. Uh, Matterhorn was closed because they found a dead body in there. <laughs> really? So I called Richard. Richard's like, oh, I haven't heard this. And he calls me back in a few minutes. Nah, it's just somebody spreading ashes in the pirates again. Which happened a week earlier. Okay. So how my kids watched the news and got the Matterhorn and a body was found, you know, while they were well, doing some work in there. They probably saw just the B-roll showing. They're just because that's all they showed. They didn't show anything of the pirates. They were just showing general B-roll. Oh, so they of the castle, oh, the Matterhorn, the gotcha. monorail, and they go, "Oh, Disneyland!" And they turn up the sound. And they hear yeah, remains found. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, so that hey, that's funny. But, but Al lets his face. The lady was talking to him, and they're showing him talking about how some people like the. This is their happiest place on earth. They want to spend eternity here. And lately with pirates and their tie-in and the spiritual thing. Uh, uh, not the spiritual thing. Well, um, Supernatural. You know, just I'm like, I'm like flabbergasted. Okay, the Channel 7 News. And it was the next morning, Al, by the way. Al-Putz, but do we really want to be in Alputs? No. No. Okay, enough with that tangent. Let's finish but off I the just, tangent we were already on. I just it's, thought it was amazing. What I'm really saying is the modern era attraction music in in whole, I'm making a broad stroking judgment right now, are turkeys. Okay. I, I was that's what I was trying to set up as a timeline for the last good piece of music for an attraction. Soren, was Soren in two thousand and one. Okay. Uh, but that's like an enigma out of all the other ones. Let's let's look at Bugs Life. Is it anything special? Yeah. Oh, no. Yeah. We're pollinators. That's okay. It's catchy stuff. It's catchy, uh, but but Bugs Life was nineteen ninety eight when Dak opened. There okay, was a time when almost every attraction, I say almost, okay, had, Bugs, had a theme Bugs, song, you know, in some way. I mean, People Mover. There was music yes, associated was music. to the People Mover. Exactly. Yeah, your nineteen seventies. You used to buy thirty-three LPs of the Jungle Cruise. All, all this stuff, yes. Stephen Croft was your your guide, and there was music behind it. And you know, you bought the the Haunted Mansion. Little Ronnie Howard was one of the kids going through the Haunted Mansion. Yeah. Uh, George Burns is, I think, one of the old score writers. Uh, you saw his name a lot on a lot of Disney stuff. Brooms or yeah. Burns, George. I'm, but I'm having a hard time thinking of anything since Soren that's just well, got okay. flooring, flabbergasting. Well, Soren, Soren, what, you know, prior to that, what American Journey stands out in my Amer- mind. American Journey. Yes. A few years yeah, that was Soren. back in what? Oh. Music they had with rocket crappy rods was annoying. No, that uh, wasn't uh, all that crazy. No. Well, I Space mean, Mountain. Space Mountain had good music. You know, that that was Dick Dale, right? That was Dick Dale. Yes. Yeah, yeah it was okay. But that's also a single person. Kind of a synthesized, weird stuff. I like the concept of what they did, trying to sync music with the attraction. I, I did the Red Hot Chili Pepper thing once. Oh, that was a waste. Yeah, you know. Dumb. Um, I mean, you have Journey Through Inner Space. But, but, I, but I think that's part of... Star, Star, Tours. Star, Tours. Star Tours is, you know, that's established Star, music. Yeah, Star, no, typical Star Wars, crap. John Lennon stuff. But I think where you're coming at, I, I would have to agree, but it's coming from the idea that a lot of the people that are doing the designs 
and whatever you want to say, the decision makers on a lot of these attractions now have not come from the movie ranks. But you know that that is very true. But you might also look at what attractions have been worthy of a decent score. Well, Everest. Everest is a new big thing. Okay, but where would you play a score on that one? Wow, just waiting for wait, waiting for the attraction. Cute in the in the line, yeah, I suppose. Q, well, you no. can you can put a big dramatic sweeping thing coming up as you're describing Everest, and this is yeah. They could have something. They could have yeah. something in the background there, because um, I think there wasn't there music that used to play in the queue for Twenty Thousand Leagues. Yes, there was the music from Twenty Thousand Leagues. Uh, now, granted, you, we've got a lot of dark rides, so you know, Skull, Mike and Scully of the Rescue. You would expect to hear you know typical stuff that is related to that. Um, Twilight Zone. Well, do you, that could have been something spooky, something well, going on with that. You know? Again, you you yeah. could go to the movie score that was used in Twilight Zone and do a variation and build upon that. Yeah, well, you know, I'm when they when they when they Jerry licensed the rights to Twilight Zone, the name I think it was related more to the TV series. I don't know if they necessarily get the rights to like the score to the movie and all that. My understanding is, uh, well, at the time, because I think uh, Rod Serling's widow has since passed away, I'm not sure. But she pretty much, Kayunga Productions, Rod Serling's production company, fully owned the rights to the title and the names of Twilight Zone. Although I understand, I don't know if this is the absolutes, but uh, CBS had some issues too because they have something to say, some say well, yeah, so on that. when disney shop for because they originally were going to do castle frankenstein that's <laughs> uh, frankenstein frankenstein yeah. <laughs> i could fix that hump <laughs> what hump <laughs> wasn't the hump on the other side uh, <laughs> abby normal uh, yeah, oh, no. Mel Brooks and the talks uh, fell apart. So they went searching because Mel Brooks was up for sale. His Frankenstein, I guess the licensing was available. Um, so they went looking for some another property that could be used, and they found Twilight Zone was available. She was still alive because I read an article. Well, I remember she was alive about when we were doing the she, I, don't know I she believe is now. she chose. She had final say over. The guy that does the voice for Rod Serling. Rod Serling, because that's not a move, a, a TV series episode actually that they're taking that from. That there's a guy who's done a lookalike. I think if I remember right, they blended a lookalike and a voice together to get like lip movement from a face, so they could you know kind of compose and some stuff together. I, I read an article somewhere of how, and she had. Approval on the voice, and because I don't believe that actually is him, because there is no episode to describe like the what you're doing. Yeah, uh, and trying to piece together bits and pieces of words is not. I guess it could be done. I don't think it would be sound quite as good as what's going on there. But regardless, I don't know. look at uh, Robert Zemeckis and Gump and some of his voice on piecing things together. Yeah, it's a not. Anyway, but I don't know. But what? Going back to music, um, 
This, okay, I'll, you could have done almost a whole show just on this topic, but maybe we'll have to come back to it. That was we'll just call modern on. era scores a turkey. Okay, uh, <laughs> and move on. So let, let us move on. Where else? Can, well, well, there was the old mistake on the lake that they had at Epcot Center back in '86 when we were there. Not everybody thought that one. I like the bad. I like the show. I gotta say, I like that was the, the one where they had the uh, hand gliders and all that. Kaleidoscope. Yeah, yeah. Um, that, that was the name of the show, Skeletoscope. Yeah, that yeah, that takes that's going way back. Yeah, but but all everybody kept nicknaming it around there. They called it Mistake on the Lake. Yeah, well, you know, yeah. one person's mistake is a another person's yeah. treasure. So an Epcot, you know, I the making of me, it's <laughs> it's just <laughs> twisted. Uh, I don't know if it's a turkey, but it's twisted. I can't comment. I haven't seen it. Oh God! About It'll it. give you a whole new uh, meaning of when you see Martin Short. Watch what are you what are you doing? I'm trying to get the Epcot don't get book. the Epcot book. Yeah, it's not worth it. Um, let's see. So let's jump over. We, what park? Oh, we haven't done Disney MGM Studios MGM or Studios. The Disney Hollywood Studios. It's been renamed to. Is that the case? Yes. Okay. That is the case. Mine oh, I have a. I have a turkey for that, yeah. Go ahead, Richard. The hat. <laughs> oh, I don't okay. like the hat. You know what? I don't mind the hat. I think the location is in the wrong place. Yeah, I, They could put it more over towards the animation area. And we, we went through the whole discussion. Why so maybe it's a, there. No one really yeah. will confirm why it's where it is, but there's a lot of rumors, and it's a good, great conspiracy And then, of course, theory. the person that we talked to. Yeah, screw that long time Um so you don't like the John hat. Hinch. That's um, that's your turkey there, huh? I, I don't like that, but that's not necessarily my only turkey. But I'll start with that. What do you have, Mike? The backlot tour. <laughs> the present backlot tour. No, the original backlot tour. Continuing shrinking backlot tour. The two-hour tour. tour you didn't like? I don't remember it being two hours, A. But B, you know, it was a... Manufactured backlot tour. There was no really a backlot. We're going to build one, and then well, the just because we're building this park, and then we're actually going to just kind of shoot some things here, so we actually have something to point out well, the while we drive was around for that backlot to grow and production to grow out there. Yeah, it, it was. It was originally the only thing that quote unquote was manufactured was Catastrophe Canyon. The no, no, but the Catastrophe Canyon was in the vein of all the things that happened to your tram, like Universal Studios. Right, okay. but originally the shark, the collapsing and, bridge, and, Battlestar Galactica, all that. Yeah, and that was manufactured talk, yeah. as an attraction. But Earl for the talks backlog. about like the Golden Girls houses were out there. Now, originally, yeah. I just the I exterior. They stopped. They well, that's all they, you do film. Okay, on, on they the got tired line. of paying royalties to whoever's home they were actually using the facade of, so they built their own. I think that's Earl. If I put words in your mouth, shoot me. But for some reason, I've heard that somewhere. I thought it was Earl. Uh, heard what? That they put the facades of the Golden Girls out there because they got tired of paying the royalty to the houses they were actually shooting at in and Miami, Miami or wherever yeah. they were doing. Um, now, from what I understand, the, the why it would be two hours. See, I have I didn't know. I've only known the tram tour the way it is now. You go in by where they the little effects exterior effects of the currently was um, uh, Pearl Harbor. You know, you do that thing. But originally, I guess you, you actually entered through animation. You had to do the whole animation thing, which is kind of a walkthrough part. 
Then you got uh, on your tram over there. You went through some things, and then there was a midpoint, I think, where you got off to, or you stopped for the um, the props and stuff, right? Is that kind of how it was there's, working? Yeah, there's some You got to remind me, because I've never seen this. I've been told and how the reason it took two hours is because you had these different things you had to do, and the worst part was there was, like, no... I think bathroom break till you got to that is true. Like the middle and, and section, they, or yeah. Something. And they mentioned that specifically is that once you start, you, you're not going to have restroom for a while. And now you don't start in the animation area; you start, you know, over behind the street. You used to drive through part of the street as the tram, and now you right. don't do that. But so. I, I think part of it is also you got to remember that a back lot. Okay, you don't just build things for the back lot tour. You're actually using the back lot for stuff you're going to do production with. The only thing that was "quote unquote" built for the backlot tour was Catastrophe Canyon. They did build the New York Street, which which was originally part of the backlot tour. Oh, uh, half of it. And then became part of the the walk, the regular walk. Part. Half of it, you could walk to through half the the New York Street. The other half, my, the one my, the down, the end down by the arch where the the tram drove through. Yeah, my I've, point is, is they built a backlot that had no production going on. Well, they built a tram tour before they started doing movies on it. Well, no. It, they did things simultaneously. No, 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 no. Trust me, Richard. Trust, trust me on this one. Because <laughs> I'm going to sit they, back and watch you get okay. it out. Because, like Greg said, they did, have, they did build a row of houses there, and I think they've since been, they've been torn out. Oh, they're out, gone. Yeah, that was uh, For the Golden Girls. But also that lagoon area that you've seen a couple of the boats and everything out on display, that area was where they were filming Tales of the Gold Monkey all the time. What in lagoon? that area. There was a lagoon. No, no, no. Gold Monkey was filmed at Universal, dude. Filmed at Universal. Are you sure? Positive. Greg should chime in here because we would see the prop when whenever we went. Gold Monkey, but because um, I, I saw uh, Tales of Gold Monkey predates Steve Collins. Steve Collins. Uh, videos. Steve uh, Collins uh, you know, we saw so many things. Goose over there. Our, uh, are, uh, and they had the, and they had the uh, bar built at the whole bar and everything that was where the uh, so I, I, I hear again. a Google search coming up in some yes place. that's exactly I, what I'm doing because <laughs> I, I remember seeing Dick Tracy Back to the Future that uh, was at Universal Universal the yeah. Bates some of the Bates newer Bates Hotel stuff uh, that John Candy Dan Aykroyd one when they were out in the camping and now the I know they started know. filming. Gold Monkey over at Universal, but I think they filmed the latter oh, episodes over. No, at, no, no. Uh, Gold Monkey was eighty two, eighty three. The last, the last pick, the Disney last Disney MGM opened in what eighty nine? Eighty nine, May of eighty nine. So there's no way Gold Monkey was shot at MGM Studios. It was not, it was yeah. not 82, 83. 82, 83 was my first few years in college, and this and Gold yeah, Monkey I, came I out. I think of, it's about time you came after. Your dude, dude, you want, okay. You know what? There's a there's a website called goldmonkey.com. Okay? <laughs> goldmonkey.com episode guide. Episodes with US telecast dates. Pilot 22 September 1982, 2 hours. Oh. Last last show uh 1 June 1983. Oh. Well, your memory is going with the hair. So stick that in your pipe and smoke it. Now go spank your golden monkey. I'm going to tell you right now, when I went on that tour in January of 1990, there wasn't crap being shot on that back lot. Nothing. How many they, were, they were stretching by showing you the Golden Girls house. Okay, uh, Mike, I totally agree with you and all that. But how many times have you been to Universal? And I would say it's more often than not, not a damn thing's going on in their back lot either. 
correct. But the sound stage has always had crap going on. There's always the big people walking around. That back lot grew and grew and was always being used. And they drove through it and they manufactured some attractions for you to drive through. Correct. But there was a potential that you might see something because it was a working back lot. And I guess. Correct. And what I was going to finish off with on the Disney back lot over in Florida was. At the time that whole place was being built and was being built up to be work, it was meant to be a working studio because it was far cheaper to film out there than it was to film yeah, in the California. The idea was to move a lot of production to out there. To move a lot yes. of production out there. And as a consequence, when push came to shove, it's just so much easier to just to keep filming with the existing stuff that was out here. That they, uh, they, some they, things became successful out there with Universal, the Nickelodeons. Some Nickelodeon group. started at Disney MGM Studios. Nickelodeon did? Yes. Moved over. Yes, Nickelodeon. There's two shows in production when we rolled through there. One was Nick, uh, the Nickelodeon live action, you know, guest, you know, they yeah, bring yeah, the yeah. kids out of it. And the other one was Mickey Mouse Club. Was, well, the Mickey Mouse Club is the one I was going to mention. And wasn't that part of the tour too that you walked through that sound stage and you could see if it you was, drove through it? Drove through it. it you could see you drove good. through like a uh, like through a tunnel. Yeah, that you could. And see you could look it. inside the costume shop, go inside the prop shop, and you could look right. inside. The two sound stages where they were filming these things. So I, I you know, I'm going to give them the benefit of the doubt that. Well, how how did you do? Because isn't what was the Millionaire Show? Wasn't that the stage that they did the Mickey Mouse Club on? Yeah. See. <laughs> I, yeah, I, no, I don't I, remember. I map how the the um, how the train. You know, maybe the the route was a little different in some of those what are now accessible walking areas were not accessible walking areas back then because the tram used those routes. I don't know. I'll have to go back and look at some early early things of that. But, yeah, I, I mean, I, I agree with you, Mike, is it wasn't there, but I think their intention was that over time it would become something else. Correct. Uh, I'm just – my point is they did it backwards. They were forcing they – they, they didn't make a, stu- a movie studio and then start driving people through it like Universal did out here. What they did is they made a, a park – you know, uh, um, a third gate, an amusement park, theme park, and then said, okay, now we got to start shooting stuff here to give our backlot tour a reason to be called a backlot tour. To give the whole studio a credence of being a working studio. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Where Now you go over, I finally made it to Universal Florida. They don't got crap as far as a backlot. Yeah. Everything, you go into sound stages, the sound stage is a show of some type or a roller coaster. Um, I don't even think the current Nickelodeons even shot there anymore. But I, I guess I'm not sure because I, I don't really keep up on on that. But I, I think the back lot you got to give it a little credit on what it was, the intention was. But I will agree with you, Mike. It is a turkey because there's absolutely nothing to it. It's a turkey now, but I tell you, it's again. If I'm if I'm caught up on things, I'll go on it. Sit down. Well, yeah, I'll go right. on it. But but, it's I, like, but I'll, eh, I, I will you know. agree with Mike that. You know, oh, you know when and, the Golden but Girls, especially when you're coming from our perspective of going through the Universal tour uh, yeah, here there's in no California, comparison, yeah, uh, largest movie studio in the world. So <sighs> now, yeah, if they would, if there was a backlot tour of the actual Disney, uh, you know, uh, Golden Oak Ranch, that would be different because you would see things going on out there. Sure, stuff going but it's on not exactly there. right next to the studio either. Um, I think the Golden Girls, I could be wrong. But you guys I, went on the studio tour in Burbank, right? Yeah, yeah, I've been there. Been and there, it, and it's, it's completely different. 
the Disney's the Disney Studio tour. Yeah, you took the Disney Studio tour, right? Yes, multiple times. And and you yeah, went, Mike, 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 and I can't. That's one of those we made those like Vegas trips to the studio where we can't really talk <laughs> about what we did and who we were with and all that Same kind of thing. Um, yeah. But what I was going to yeah. say, I think the Golden Girls houses were taken out when lights, camera, action. I think that was the end of the Golden Girls. Uh, for some reason, I was thinking somebody told me, and I don't know this for sure, that that's where their stuff was. And that, again, changed the route of where the tram went because that was part of the area that the tram used. So. Fair enough. All right. So um, I never saw the, the Hunchback show there. That theater sits empty. It's like a collection of junk in there, I think. Yeah. Uh, I don't know, you know, that's the, the um, not Steve Carey, the Drew Carey show. Sounds, it, sounds dangerous. You know, it's a mediocre, it's got potential. It's, it's where the technology potential. for the Lincoln right, interactive right. thing. Over in Disneyland, California. Um, I, somebody told me the previous show was better. I've only seen the Drew Carey show. Uh, you know, I haven't seen the Drew Carey show. I've only seen the, the previous one, so. You know, I you're starting it's, to get to me like I was giving Richard a hard time when he went, hey, Richard, did you write this? No. Did you write you that? Know, no. I mean, if you're there, you got to have had time to get in Yeah, there. you know, some of it, I'm, uh, some of it's part of I don't want to see the, the, uh. I guess we go, I go with a different attack philosophy. Not to cut you off, but I'm going to cut you off. <laughs> I want to do everything at sense. least once. Yes. So to know that either I don't need to do it again or whatever. I just to have say to say you've been that there, done that. I've been least. there, done that. So I've the, been on it. You know, the Drew Carey show. I got to say, I having come from, you know, what, especially with sound design uh, when I was going through uh, film school and college, and Foley work, I found it interesting because of the, it really dealt with the dynamics of how sound can change your perspective. On yeah, I guess my my jadedness to the Disney MGM studio. Or what I the jadedness, Disney, is that a proper word? Yeah, the jadedness. The Disney Hollywood <laughs> Studio, formerly known as the Disney MGM Studio, yeah. is growing up Disney with Studio. Universal Studios here in California. Yeah. I've seen all these shows. I've seen these shows morph with the latest movie. Uh, you know, I've, I've seen the Foley work and the, the, the uh, Gimbal thing change from one show to Back to the Future to 2001, 2010, Harry and the Hendersons, seen all these different variations of the Shallon show, the, how they make rain. And so I get to Disney and it's like... That's it? That's it. And we went in the animation studio this last time. And there's a inter, little interactive thing because, you know, they no longer have real animators animating there. So they get right. Joe cast member. Actually, in this instance, it was Joe... Jofina, or Joseph Jofina. member, and I, I'm going to try to tiptoe around this a little bit, but this individual was borderline special needs. <laughs> no, and I'm trying to be polite because she seemed like a very nice person, but she had some limitations. I don't want to say she was deformed, but it was almost like a person who had had a stroke. You know, one side of the face wasn't quite as animated as it could be. One side of the body didn't seem to be quite as functional as it could be. 
and a little bit of a slur. And and she has to interact with a movie that she cues by pushing a button or the timing or whatever. And it just seems so forced (coughs) that it, it, it takes away from the... It detracts from the show itself. To the show. Now, some of our California friends, or, or more California-centric traveling guests, actually Canadian, but comes to California more often, you know, you've been into our animation building and DCA, you go into their animation building, and you're like, wow, ours is so much better. But I really started to look at it, and I thought, you know what? This would be a good doppelganger on Imaginary My Way. But or what they were trying to accomplish in Florida is the <clears throat> Disney Animation Studio. Now, if you've walked, you've walked through the studio out there, right? Right. Does it not remind you of Burbank? Very similar. Yes. Art Deco. They, yeah, architecturally, I think they hit it on the nose. But then you come to Disneyland's, and it's in your face over-the-top theming. It, it, to me, that the building in Disneyland at California Adventure reminds me more of the ABC front. No, forget exterior. I'm okay. talking interior space. But what, yeah. you go in, what you go in the building to do is what he's talking about. Yeah. When you go into the building out there and you look at the architecture yeah, yeah. of the different spaces, there's kind of an indoor-outdoor feel. It feels a lot you know? more like you're actually at the studios in Burbank. Correct. And you know, Here you're still in, an, in a theme park. Well, the, the, you're right on the exterior. I get what you mean by the exterior yeah. architecture. But you get inside, it's just in-your-face, overly-themed, not overly-themed, but well-themed rooms. Yeah. It's not like you're going into the real Foley area. You're inside the it, skeletal it's, it's, uh, it, yeah, it's, it's, underwater it's, thing. You, you are in a theme park in the animation building at Disneyland. Right, right. It's, it's not meant to look like a studio. So, it's meant to be but we like have a unique perspective that the average guest doesn't have. We've been to the Disney studio. We've been in Walt's private dining area. We've been on Walt's floor. We've been through all the animators' rooms. Okay. Nobody else would know that. So when people go, oh, man, this isn't very exciting. But it's it, the studio. You're, you're, you know? you're right on that. It looks exactly Okay, like, but the, like, the animation tour at in Florida had the... The Robin Williams, William Cronkite thing going on. Yeah, now there's a, a um, what is it? What's the character from Milan? Dushu or the little dragon? Mushu. He does the same thing here in California now. Yeah, yeah. and there, there's the interaction with the girl, and you can tell. Oh, and I do this. Hi, Mushu. Yeah, it's just, it's just. Oh my god, it was, it was. I felt sorry for the cast member because I think she was doing her best, but you know, there's certain people you put in front of guests. And there are people who you don't. You don't. <laughs> she was a person you don't. Maybe not her fault. Maybe she's the only one that says, I'll do that one because nobody else wants to do it. Um, but unfortunately, there was a time or I, that that cast member would have never been in front of the public. And I don't care, equal access, ADA, you know, minority thing, whatever. It wasn't that. It was a person who shouldn't be interactive well, in that kind of a spot. You, you, were, you were looking for the overall show content, and back in those days, quote-unquote, you were uh, casting. This wasn't a cast. This was, we can't get anybody to do this. 
But I mean, back in the old days. Yeah, exactly. That, that, that yeah. was the excuses that you were casting for that particular Well, part. they still use those terms, but they don't really they mean it use anymore. The, there's a lot of things yeah. that they use the terms, but they I don't even think they have an understanding of where that term came from, much less yeah, they act right upon it. So. Uh, I, that's the only, I can't really think of other overall duds that are jumping out to me other than the lack of things to do at the Disney and GM studios. It's a, it's a half day, three quarter park. Though if you have to wait some long lines and, you know, wait for some of the shows, um, you could eat up a lot of time, uh, that way. But all right. Uh, see, we've been to Epcot. We think we've covered what we consider turkeys there. Is there anything in the past that's gone at Epcot that might have been a turkey? Oh, no, Veggie Veggie Fruit Fruit was definitely not a turkey. No. I like that show. I miss yeah. that show. Well, it's also not meat. It's vegetables. Yeah. yeah. I know what a turkey is. That damn environmental shove up your ass Lion King show. At- <laughs> that's a turkey to me. Fortunately, I missed that show. I, I intend. You told me about that prior to my last. You know what? Visit, I guess I should keep I, my mouth shut. You got to go see them so you have a frame oh, of reference. Do you yeah, know, yeah. Frame of reference is important. I'm not. I'm going to back. Right, right, Bob right. couldn't talk to McCoy after he came back from the dead because you have no frame of reference. Frame Common frame of reference. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, by the way, did you see the Star Trek Three reference? Did you see there is uh, some video and pictures out that are kind of smuggled out of the new Star Trek Jerry Abrams film. No, I have not yeah. seen that. Yeah, they had a picture of the young Spock. Uh-huh. So, interesting. Yeah. Uh, see, we've been to the Magic Kingdom, and I think we probably covered the big, huge duds. There probably, could there have been duds in the past at the Magic Kingdom? I think. Sure, but. Excuse me, sorry. Yeah, I'm trying to think of. Swan boats, would you call those a dud or a turkey? I like them. I, mean, I thought they, they were, were nice. They, they were a nice, just comfortable. Relaxing. Relaxing. Yeah. Spend nice. 20 minutes out of the day and. Not feel like you're just sitting in one spot type attraction. Yeah. I can't really think of anything else at the Magic the Kingdom or prior Magic that Kingdom. We so. never had the opportunity to ride over at uh, Animal Kingdom. They did the same exact thing. Yes, boats, yeah. you know, went around. Yeah, the, yeah. Um, uh, Disneyland. I'm sure there's something we've skipped at Disneyland. Oh, I know. There's a bunch of things we've skipped at Disneyland. Okay, we'll throw one no, out. I'm, but I can't think of any of them offhand right well, now. I mean, you know, present security. I think is a real burned up lots of uh, tangent time. Well, in general, I mean. Security is not what it used to be. Oh, shut up. It's not your fault. <laughs> I'm just making an observation that I see out there is an average. You could almost call them a security guard now. Let, They're not security let's officers. Stick to, let's talk, stick to shows and attractions. And by the way, speaking of shows, and it's not a turkey. When is the 50th Steve Martin show going to end? And we get you know the uh, latest date that they're putting out now is January. Right Should I call Al Lutz? Yeah, I call Al Lutz and have him start another, uh, another letter writing campaign on something that's already supposedly scheduled to go on. So, um, well, what's turned into a turkey is the Golden Horseshoe. Just a know. food place now, right? No, the oh, no, somebody uh, plays it. Right. They got there. Billy Hill and the Hillbillies playing there. It is not. I will. I will agree with you wholeheartedly. It is not the Golden Horseshoe review. It's like wandering in and out, though. It's like Golden Horseshoe. You had certain times. You lined up. You got in there. You got your food. And you, you got had the reservations in there. Uh, you had reserved seating at times, too. But it is definitely not the Golden Horseshoe review. But I still enjoy the show that they do have I think going Billy on Hill and the Hillbillies put on a pretty funny show. Yeah. 
uh, I enjoy it. But they used to just play. They used to be street atmosphere. They used to be now they atmosphere. get to you know get the coverage and air conditioning. But would you consider Tarzan's Treehouse a, a turkey? No, no. I, w- I wouldn't consider it a turkey because even though I still have my, th- this goes into that whole thing of, you know, your nostalgia, nostalgia versus relevance. Mm-hmm. Um, I still have a lot of nostalgia for the Swiss Family Treehouse, and I would have liked to have seen it stay. But what they've done with the Tarzan Treehouse, I think they did a great job with. No it. modern frame of reference to kids anymore for Swiss Family. No, I hear it, there's exactly. a there is a blockbuster. I'm, I'm calling it a blockbuster because that's the intent of it. Remake in the in production, oh, yeah. or pre-production for that, ah. and it's going to be made on the scale of what the original would be—not a cheap copy, but grand and and, and what and all that. Swiss Family, not not like oh. the uh, two move two made for TV movies and the television series. No, not, no, no, nothing like that. Okay. Uh, oh, by the way, did you see? There's a, a new television. Terminator time. Terminator series coming yes, out. The yes, the Yeah, calls. that should be interesting. Yes. Um, let's see, Fantasyland. Yeah, God, my there's... wife said, "Oh no!" when she saw that commercial come out. <laughs> I go, "Oh yeah, I forgot to mention." That's. Uh, I was surprised when I saw it. We'll 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 see where that goes. Um, Fantasyland. I can't really think of any turkeys. Old turkeys. No, no. no I can't think of anything going on. Tomorrowland. We covered the biggest turkey there. Yeah. Oh, uh, you know what? I knew this was coming. The Orbitron. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I might be able to deal Big. with its its shape, its design. I get what it it's meant for. Okay, I get that. Yeah. It's the location. What is the prime three prime laws of real estate? Location, location, location. They now screwed wait. the pooch on the location location of that one. Are you are you talking about the Astro Orbiter? Or are oh, you I'm so, about- well, isn't that what? It's, you know, the Orbitron's the big radar thing that used to be oh, that's, the rocket jet. Okay, so well, that and too. That, that I don't like because the original artist concept had lasers and lights. Of course it all, does. And it looked really hot. And it's just this big Hot? Plastic. No, I haven't I heard people use really that in a long time. I thought it looked great. But it's just this piece of plastic that's out there. But the Astro, the Astro Orbiter that's out in the front, yes, yes. you're absolutely correct. Yeah, you know that they're... Well, since we got rid of that crappy paint scheme that we tried to, you know, and still trying to get rid of more of it. Uh, this, the the entrance sign no longer goes with the rest of Tomorrowland. The Orbitron or Orbiter doesn't go with the rest of Tomorrowland anymore. Astro the stupid Orbiter, rocks don't yeah. go with the rest of Tomorrowland. Uh, but you're right. But if I'm thinking of the same artist conception you're thinking of, it was a kind of a an aerial view of all of Tomorrowland how it was going to look when it reopened. And you can no, always was, lie in those artist there, there, renditions. No, it was another artist <laughs> rendering of the, of the lighting's perfect. The they do everything perfect. they want. Yeah, but you're right. Uh, you're talking. About, I, I will repeat what a mutual friend of ours all, that used to work over at WDI okay uh, always said is, okay, let us take a look at the main entrance into a major land, Tomorrowland. You have Star Tours on one side, major attraction. You have well. Now it's Buzz Lightyear. It wasn't originally with Circle Vision, but now Buzz Lightyear is on the other side, another major attraction. Both of these get pretty good sized lines. And you have everybody that wants to go in and out of Tomorrowland has to go through this entrance. What's the best thing that you can do? Put a major attraction smack dab in the middle of it so it just completely jams it up and nobody can get in and out. Okay. I'm going to throw a a frame of reference as a turkey to not a general attraction per se, but a design 
faux pas that they've been doing a lot lately. A lot yes. of Disney, Disneyland attractions he's, he's drinking some of his adult beverage here. allow the queue to be somewhat contained in the building. Star Tours, for example. Yeah. Fair amount of the queue is inside, and they took one of my early ideas that I couldn't believe that they didn't do in the first place. Okay, Al. The expanded queue that now, because those look like blast doors that now can open, yeah. and the queue goes in there. When they first put Star Tours in, that was storage. In there. If you went back in there for the storage, it was still the <laughs> unload area for Journey to Inner <laughs> Space. The <laughs> locations were still there. You could tell everything was still there except for the track and a couple of the yeah, posters and just stores. The turntable yeah. turn in there, and that was all blacked out from view yeah. from the people mover. Yes, it was. Yeah, yeah. 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 So I, I used to just go I in there for the whole that. nostalgic reason. But I thought. You know why do they have all this queue blocking up the 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 throat of Tomorrowland? They should expand the queue in there. And you know, years later they did. Um, but Buzz, you had Circle Vision, self-contained queue in the building. Yes. Circle. I mean, Buzz forces the queue to be ninety-eight percent outside outside the building, right? Because the <clears throat> because the fast pass mix in right Space Mountain. Uh, half and half, probably. Yeah. And it, I really don't think... I, I don't like the way they manage the line now. I preferred the speed ramp, but, you know... I, I agree. I, I like that, but I'm not... That's... At least they've... Now there's a moniker that kind of draws you I'm, back there. When they first started to put the queue back there, there wasn't a clear depiction, I don't think, or clear draw to go back there. Yeah. And you also had a weird mix of where the 3D uh, uh, stage entrance was, and they were right together. Now they've reworked that, uh, the Imagination Pavilion or whatever the frick they call it. There's a turkey. What? It's outlived its usefulness. The Imagination uh, Institute. The 3D movie. Oh. Honey, I shrunk, Honey, I shrunk the audience. Yeah. Uh, considering that the uh, smallest kid in that one has now graduated college and is currently running for his second term as senator. <laughs> 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 oh, him and uh, what was the guy on uh, Love Boat? The purser? Yeah, Gopher. Uh, Gopher. 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 Uh, for Gopher. His real name. <laughs> I just keep thinking Gopher. Uh, Man, can you imagine Smith. if the Love Boat was on now? You'd practically have full on uh, sex on the show. <laughs> they freaking knocking it out in the pool. <laughs> If we had Love Boat on now, we'd have a bunch of unknowns on the show because they'd be all the unknowns that we don't know on the current television Well, they were pretty much all but one or two of them were unknowns at the time. No, they were all out-of-work actors from previous series for the most part. Uh, the Captain Steubing was, but the rest of them... No, I'm I don't... talking about your guest. I'm talking about oh, the guest on the show. Oh, yeah, but that was oh, a yeah. Fantasy oh, and Island, you can, and too. You, and you can't say Bernie Coppell was an unknown. Oh, okay. Fantasy Island was the same thing. It's like, uh, what B-rate yeah, actor is out yeah, of work? They come, the plane, the plane. <laughs> but I'm saying nowadays you get something like that, you'd have so many people that nobody would know who they are. Yeah. On that show. Yeah, well, maybe OJ could stop by. <laughs> I didn't do it. That'd be a killer of a show, wouldn't it? Yeah, it wouldn't. <laughs> It'd really cut you up. <laughs> I get the point. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Uh, help it. That did, was there. We yeah, did we it. cover all the... Oh, you know, we could... Is there any more turkeys at DCA? 
Besides park itself, all in madness. All in madness. I, I was gonna. I I wasn't gonna jumping jellyfish. Jumping. I'll say besides the park itself. Did, did your kids like the jumping jellyfish? I haven't taken them on it. Really, you've never taken them on that one. Okay. No. Uh, um. I don't. You know, I people bag in the park. I bag in the park. But overall, I enjoy my time when I go in that park. It's just some execution. Yeah, here and there, it's, that it's bugs question, me. It's a question of execution. I think if they, if Disney does what they say they're going to do over the next five years, I think you're going to see but okay. a complete... You know that thing you gave me, which is what I think Mike got from Jimmy? Right. The artist's conception of what they're going to uh, do what, what they, to the I entry. Know. No, no, no. Don't, know. You don't know because you have no freaking clue where I'm going. The <laughs> artist's conception of the entry is almost exactly... What was originally planned for the entry of that park before they dumbed it down? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, Fair so they're, saying, they're kind of going back to where they started for DCA. Don't forget they're, the they're, Westcott they're, thing. But they're they're kind of going back to the original DCA concept before they cut half the budget out of it. Correct. So now we have to spend twice as much money of what we should have <laughs> well, spent that's, in the first that's, place. You know what? This is a common theme in architecture. We tell somebody you do it now. It, you know it's, it's cheaper. Yeah. You got to go back and change it later. No, Cost. no, don't want to do that. Guarantee you they're back, and then they're bitching about how much it costs. Okay, so there's no time. There's what? no time to do it right, but there's always time to do it over. That's right. So have we talked about enough turkeys? Have we have we fed enough turkey out tonight? Yeah, I think so. We got plenty of show material. Low fat. I need some gravy now to really. Need some gravy. Needs another adult beverage. Well, yeah. I'm hoping to get this out by uh, tomorrow night. So, well, I think you We're better stay too. up and take care of that. So. They're okay. A, a government hack? Are you off Friday? Yes, of course. Is this your rotation of Friday, anyways? No, it's my on Friday. So you'll get two Fridays off in a row. Three Fridays in a row. Three Fridays off in a row. Yeah. If this is <laughs> you, fargan bastard. Well, last year I had four Fridays off in a row because no, uh, Veterans Day, or actually five, because Veterans Day fell on a Friday. Jeez. <laughs> I'm tired and, as a and, veteran not and, getting Veterans Day off. And and, and if, if this was my Friday that was normally off, then I'd get to bank eight hours of holiday time for use later. I gotta say really? That. Yeah. Because I know like where, where my wife works, if a holiday falls on her day off, too bad. I gotta, yeah, <laughs> I, I, I I gotta say though, Greg, you gotta. I have to. Your experience as a veteran, with the exception of a couple weeks out of a couple years, yes. Your experience as a, as a veteran isn't much farther than National Guard status. You never even left the state of California. Oh, that is untrue. I did leave the state of California. I went to Texas for basic training. Basic training and a couple weeks over in uh, Florida. Florida. Okay, so I went from never leaving California to no, Texas I, I and Florida. I started off Florida. with the exception of a few weeks over the over a course so, of a couple of years. It, you never left the state of California, and, much And what's less your point with that, mister? I never served my country. I did serve <laughs> my country in my own way. Yeah. <laughs> I, I kept the I kept the yeah, highway of commerce telling, running. Keep telling yourself that I kept the highway of commerce. You know, running. there was plenty of uh, Betty <laughs> Riveters or whatever her name was. <laughs> Rosie the Riveter. Rosie the There's plenty of Rosies yeah. in here to take care of that. 
But see, here's the point. Here's no, the I'm just, difference. I'm, I'm just saying you you complain about Mike. Mike at least got out of country. Yeah, yeah. that <laughs> happens with the Navy. Uh, <laughs> it happens far less. I volunteered for all well, those he, things. He in the could Air have Force. been assigned to the Great Lakes. Yeah, he could have been inside the Lake Tahoe. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> I still don't get that one. But the big, the bigger point is, and I did volunteer to go overseas because I actually yeah. wanted to go overseas, is you never knew where you would go. Yeah, this is true. Or I, I was in during Grenada. I didn't have to go. I got my discharge papers the day we did Iraq. <laughs> I, um, yeah. I could have been Desert recalled. You just never know, yes. you know. I could have died on a training flight because I went up. I I wasn't a flyer, but you got to go on incentive flights now and then. Yeah. You could have been. I mean, we have more casualties through training usually than we do in war. Well, in recent war times, you know, and uh, we lose. God, how much did I see that we lost? Like under Clinton. And some of the other, you, could have, you, you know, could have died from an infection from a paper cut when you were passing off the last week's reports. Yeah, you could have done that too. But <laughs> I mean, you don't have to be in combat to be in hazardous military is hazardous no matter what. I agree. Even the most mundane job, you're around things that are hazardous. I uh, agree. I mean, my I hated my wartime specialty. Yes, that was a nasty one. Yeah, bag and tag. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You told me about that. Let's one. see. They, why do you carry two dog tags? You have any idea? Yes, yes. You know, um, do you want to hear what we I, had to do with that second dog tag? No, you told me. You told, had, you told me about your about the aircraft and everything you, else. And you talk about people die in training in wartime or versus peace, wartime. Peace. I just say we we yeah. we have a fair amount of peacetime deaths just due to training. Or whatever, you know. Yeah, there's I, I I I knew guys that crashed. Guys you would know. Went through training with them, know their name, first name basis, borrow money from them, lend them money. That kind of I don't want camaraderie and I guess if you borrowed at the right time it worked out. <laughs> yes. And then, you know, next thing you know, hey, one of our aircraft went down. Well, who was the crew? Well shoot, who made it out? Yeah, you never see that dude again. No, I know. I mean, and people, you know, I, I've heard that all the time. Well, you were in during a peaceful period. Yes. There's no guarantee that it's going to stay peaceful or that even during peacetime, we've had a lot of, let's say, sorties of some kind of action, you know, uh, Panama, Grenada. Well, Those are peacetime years that stuff happens. You could be on maneuvers with NATO troops in Europe and there's accidents. You could just be flying from... Uh, San Diego to Long Beach and have a naval accident, or, you know, a, an aircraft accident. And, so. and not to go, heaven forbid we should go political on this show, but that brings up a thing that I always talk about. Everybody always talks about, okay, we've had X amount of deaths in Afghanistan, we have X amount of deaths over in Iraq. Okay, that's horrible and tragic. Yeah, I don't want to see anybody get hurt or killed any more than this. But that's not counting, quote, the back, the uh, you know those that were killed in training here in the states. That's not those that were killed uh, just doing routine transport of whatever uh, in Germany or what. You're not counting those, and those deaths are just are equally as tragic and as much service to their country. Well, yeah, as those people else. were were not serving but any less than the next guy. Exactly, but. and 
they you know they always make a big deal about the deaths that were happening in battle. Again, tragic, but let's not forget about everybody else that, you know, like you said, during peacetime, you have just as many deaths happening from quote unquote routine. Yeah, that well, have, that have to be done. That, some of it's some of it's guys being stupid too, you know. So well, yeah, no, there's a lot. The Secretary of, being... of Defense regrets to announce that your <laughs> sons have been killed because they were stupid. That's right. No, there is a fair amount of that because there is something wild and loose about people in the military that you know it's like they're young they do stupid things um some not so young do stupid things when i was in drinking was heavy much accepted i don't think that part's changed you you know you go up to the club i've never seen you know grown men and usually these are the officers who are flying the planes do the dumbest stupidest drinking games where they can barely drive home or shouldn't be driving home. And these are the ones that you're supposed to be saluting, and they're acting like total retards. Not to say that the enlisted didn't do that also. Oh, but, sure. You know, uh, I just, I, I was like almost like an outcast as not being a heavy drinker. I mean, it's like a casual drinker. It's it's a society, it's a culture of drinking and smoking. Now, smoking, not so much anymore, well, but uh, it is a drinking culture I, I, in the I military. Th- I, think, I think part of it is the old saying of, uh, I, I know both of you are going to correct me because I'm not going to get it right. What is it? We're, live, we're confident uh, about live, that. Uh, let's live it up for today. For tomorrow, we might die. Close enough. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So I think that's, that's part true. Of it. I mean, I wasn't really worried on a daily basis because of my particular job, uh, but because of my wartime job, didn't mean I would be shipped to a hazardous area. Now, for example, well, you, you can go. To, in your particular job, you'd be running the front, right there on the front lines. Taking well, not even, exactly. Even, even uh, well, I mean, even on the bag and tag, whether you're doing that or whether you're doing other things. <clears> oh, yeah, that's a I, that's a critical job. You're, you're, well, you're a, it is, you're, because we don't, leave, with, we don't leave our soldiers behind. Yeah, you're, you were uh, well, we a try support, not to. Uh, <laughs> support personnel for frontline aircraft. Yeah, well, it's... Omaha, you know, in the memorial over there, that's a rarity. That, and I think it's simply because of the well, amount of guys that's that were also lost. An amphibious. But in general, our motto was: you never leave a fallen soldier behind. You bring them yeah. home, no matter where they are. If you can, you well, bring them a, home. Well, you're talking. You're talking about uh, the nor- the uh, national cemetery over in France in Normandy. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, that was also, if I remember correctly, a gift from France. To the United yeah, States but it's also students. a logistic thing. You know how many freaking guys you'd have to. I mean, yeah, uh, but, but no, I'm, t- I'm talking about. Uh, yeah, say, but when I went you, to the reserves, at, when I got active out. right now, you could be in Iraq well, no, just as well, much right now. When I said when I got when I went in the reserves, yeah. and I didn't stay there long. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> when you can't find a job because every time you say I'm in the military and I got to go leave for two weeks, though it was unlawful for them not to hire you based on that. They always found another reason not to hire you. As soon as I stopped listing that on my resume, wow, I got a job already. Uh, weird coincidence, don't you think? That is. But my squadron went to Iraq in the first Gulf War. And that would have been jet engine mechanic. Now, uh, but, <laughs> but hold on. I laughed because you know squad about jet engines. No, no, no. I was going to go to um, 
power plant school. to Chinook, or Chinooch in Illinois during uh, Thanksgiving, Christmas, and New Year's. I don't know about jet engines. Air goes in the front end, you toss some fuel into it, it comes out out and it's thrust in the back. But the point point is, I got my training done. Don't stand in front or in back of them. The the unit or the squadron went to Iraq. It was in Kuwait. Um, Saddam launched a few scuds uh, at barracks and stuff. Just because you're not on the front line doesn't mean that you're not in well, harm's way. So what I'm what what I meant is exactly that. Front line, you would have been over there. You wouldn't be sitting here in Omaha, Nebraska. Well, you wouldn't necessarily be sitting okay, at. If the I was Air lucky, I would be. If you were lucky, you'd still be <laughs> be here. But I'm saying you had the potential of still being. You over had there the potential because I, I changed jobs when I went in the reserve, so I wouldn't have had to do bag and tag anymore. However, unlike the I Navy, this, when everybody has to share bringing the supplies on the ship when the supply boat pulls up. And the yeah, Air Force, and well, once I changed my job, I didn't have to do bag and tag anymore. We all have to take turns fighting, a, you know, take, fighting pick up a fire hose yeah. or pick up a hammer and piece of wood to plug holes in the boat. You know, everyone's got to pitch but, in. Yeah, so it's well, a different environment because everybody's really more so than probably any other service. You really depend on each other because you're on an isolated piece of equipment you know in the field yeah you you all depend on your buddies for watching your back but you know if the ship's sinking you don't have the luxury of saying i don't think i'm gonna help you know you don't have the luxury of running away from it <laughs> well you could jump over the edge but you know yeah you, then they leave your ass behind if they get the it's together. a whole different fraternity that's why you have circle jerks Jeez. And that's why they play the games when they go over the uh, equator and geez. the international uh, dateline and all those stupid things in the United okay. do. I think that was a I good day. Done. I think post, we're done. Post, Damn. Post Veterans Day tribute to our uh, yeah. Yeah, that's service right. personnel. Yeah, I always like it when Richard lectures me on the service when he never went in the that's service. That's nice. Hey, I, I still have a lot of respect for everybody. Well, and, I'm glad you do. And, and, uh, yeah, I guess that means to a certain extent I have to respect you too. Even Thank though you. I, I don't, but on that respect, I will. Okay. So that's anyway. a nice way. That's a nice place to wrap up. Yeah. <laughs> and say good night. Good night. Good night.
say you're sorry. Baby, I ain't going for that no more. No, uh-uh, uh-uh, I done had enough of that. No. Thank you. 